Thanks for listening. The Tea with Brie podcast is focused on deep, honest, and vulnerable conversation. Each week, I sit down with a different guest in order to have those conversations. Every week, I'll start my guest's bio, an intro to how we know each other, and then I'll go into a deep dive conversation about whatever topic they brought me that week. Welcome back to another episode of Brie's Tea, which is my version of my solo Thursday episodes where I share some personal updates, answer questions. Speaking of which, you can send your questions to theteawithbree at gmail.com. I will also offer advice and much more, but this is just, it's just me today. So yeah, I've decided to make this a thing of every other week, it'll just be me. And then the opposite weeks, I'll be with a guest. So Today is an episode of Bree's Tea. Hello. Today I want to talk about the art of letting go, aka the soft girl. Girl used in like a gender neutral term right now. Um, but the soft girl life of which is my vibe, my era, my feeling for 2024 of I just don't want to force anything. I just went and got a bunch of medical testing done in the last two weeks since I last recorded maybe. And a lot has happened in those last two weeks of, you know, I went to the, I went to my gynecologist and we did a bunch of like hormone testing and we did a lot of my blood work. And we're just really, we're just really trying to see where I was after making the decision to get off a bunch of the healthcare medication I was on. I was pre-diabetic I had really high blood pressure, and so when I moved back to Austin, and if I told this on last episode, I'm sorry, I'm just giving an update, um, but when I moved back to Austin, I made the decision to prioritize my health starting in September, which I talked about when I did the 75-day challenge, and so yeah, I decided to dedicate 75 days of working out to see if I could get those numbers down, and I did. I am no longer pre-diabetic. I no longer have high blood pressure. And, you know, I know there's a lot of controversy right now around using medication to lose weight, but it is something that my doctor and I are talking about because I did get a PCOS diagnosis, which is something I knew for a long time. It was a feeling I had for a long time, but I never had a doctor who would essentially just like admit or tell me or be with me in this discovery so shout out to Emily my new gynecologist who did um and like I said we did a bunch of testing and all my numbers look great which if I haven't shared before on the show my mom passed when she was 40 and so for so long in my life I was essentially obsessed with the fact that I thought I would die at 40 um my mom passed of cancer 
her dad had cancer. My dad had cancer. My grandmother passed her like liver failure and kidney failure. And so health, I've gotten really obsessed with my health in the last year. And so, yeah, it was a thing that I really wanted to focus on. Um, I'm sorry that this is really triggering for anyone. I just, this is the space where I feel like I'm going <laughs> to share these things. Um, cause I feel like I go through a lot of this stuff alone or I don't process it really well. I live alone. I'm single. Um, I'm grateful to have a really supportive family and support groups of friends, but I'm an only child. And so I self-process first. All that to be said. Um, went, did all that. I have a new, I have an appointment with my new PCP next week. Um, and so, yeah, I have made the decision to see if I can get on one of those medications for weight loss. Um, I'm interested in getting on a GLP-1 prescription or a GLP medication um, to help me lose weight. Um, since I am insulin resistant, um, I've been taking you know, supplements since going to the gym that have really been helping with the way my body composition is looking. Um, I'm making an effort to work out four or five times a week for at least 45 minutes. Health, health stuff. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's a, that's a thing that I'm focusing on. So if you're interested in that, I've been sharing that on my Instagram. Um, if you want to talk about that on the show, please come on and talk about it. Um, especially, I've been really grateful for the internet, specifically <laughs> since starting this journey back up. Um, I really started getting serious about working out in 2012 when I was 22. Um, I was trying to chase my nephew around. I was short-winded. He was like three or four at the time. And it was like when I first got into like trying to get in better shape. And so at that time, I felt really isolating. I didn't, there wasn't really many people on Instagram in the way that they are now, I feel like, of who were dedicated to working out specifically black women like just that representation has meant a lot or women who were in mid-sized bodies or you know just we know how connective the internet can be now specifically Instagram and TikTok and so yeah it's just really helped with my like health anxiety and so I'm here if you need help with your health anxiety too um but yeah so that's that's like the biggest health thing when people ask like what's new what's going on I'm like I'm just truly just vibing like I try not to stress as we know heart disease is one of the number one killer of women and so I'm trying not to stress I'm trying to just like let life happen still like a very organized control freak sort of person but trying to let go of the things I can let go of and be really honest with myself of the things I do want to control and the things I do want to work on um and, you know, I've been talking to friends and they have been hanging out with me and they go, you just seem so much more peaceful, <laughs> so much more peaceful this year. And it kind of started last year and I was like, I just don't see the point in stressing. And that's not like saying I'm being flippant with life. I'm just like, I, there's no point in worrying twice as one of my friends dad always says, like you can worry now and then it could be nothing or you can wait to worry when you need to worry. And so I'm trying not to worry until I actually have to. Um, I have a job that I love. I'm back in a city that is really, you know, good for me for now. And I'm in a really good place. And yeah, just just vibing. And, you know, having grown up really religious and still sort of navigating my faith. Um, and, you know, I went to church a lot when I was home. My godfather was a pastor. And 
my family's really religious and my godmother prays for me and her children every day in a, in a family group chat, which is really like helping my connection with religion of having grown up really religious and not really questioning my religion until I moved to Austin and the South specifically of being raised as a really, as Christianity, like you get to decide what your relationship with God, Jesus is, and then you get to be in a relationship with other people who have their own relationship. And it was never like, you're, I'm a good Christian and you're a bad Christian. It's a judgmental situation. And so I didn't really experience that until I moved to Austin. And yeah, so I'm really trying to do all that. But there is, <laughs> I'm rambling. There is a scripture that talks about peace beyond all understanding. And I've really felt that. Like, I'm a big believer in that, like, in Harry Potter, those who love us never really leave us. And I truly believe that like every, all my ancestors, my mother specifically, my grandmother specifically are with me every step of my day. And so I'm like, they're, they're kind of guiding me. And so that's why I don't feel anxious about my future. That's why I've kind of like put finding a partner on the back burner. That's why I'm not, you know, if I end up having kids, great. If I don't end up having kids, also great. If I end up getting married, great. If I don't, great. Like, I think I am really focusing on the hand I've been dealt right now and having gratitude for it and not taking anything for granted um, and and prioritizing rest and time alone and yeah, just just doing things that bring me joy. Um, And, you know, speaking of dating, I went on a first date two-ish weeks ago with a guy who was perfectly lovely. Um, I was just bored and, you know, we had, I was like, okay, maybe it was just me. Maybe I was just in my head about it. I wasn't nervous. I was just like, this is fine. So he asked me out on a second date. We had made plans for that Thursday. So on Tuesday, I texted him. He was sick. So we were scheduled for the next week, but then we didn't talk for like a week. And so like two days before I was like, Hey, we haven't talked in a week. And so I just wanted to name that no blame, no harm, no foul, but I just don't think either of us really wants the second date because we've made no effort, and so I'm going to go ahead and cancel it. And he was so nice, which I the bar is in hell. Like, men being nice shouldn't be unexpected, but he was so nice and just like, he's like, yeah, I, let, I totally dropped the ball. Things did fizzle out. I hope you find whatever you're looking for. Um, and I wish the same for him, and it was just that simple and as we know, I hate the apps. <laughs> so I'm not rushing the situation. I get on when I get on. And I think my other thing I consider is I have every person I've met or dated or had romantic interest in, I've met in real life, like out and about. And so it just, it'll happen. I know it'll happen. The old time, like God helps those who help themselves. Like I am out there. I am open to it. Um, but I've also been sitting with the idea of, do I actually want to find a partner or is this what society has been telling me? And so I don't have the answer to that question yet. I'm still going like digesting and dissecting that of, you know, some friends and I went on a weekend trip and it was our, a point of conversation of is, is this a thing I really want or is it a thing that society tells me that I want? Um, and so we were having a conversation around how, I truly feel invisible in Austin in a way that I don't want them in the Northeast. In the Northeast, I get asked out on dates and I am checked out and I am interacted with and I am approached in a way that I'm not here 
I wouldn't even say often, like it happens once like a quarter, if that, like it is very rare. Um, so I also think it's that too, like I'm not really investing in the romance department because it just constantly feels like almost like touching the stove and burning myself over and over again. It doesn't bring me joy. It doesn't make me happy. It doesn't make me feel attractive or wanted. And so I'm like, I'm very passive when it comes to trying to meet people right now. So yeah, I'm focusing on, on other things, which I think is fine as a person who's about to be 34. The track does not exist, which we talked about. We've talked about on the show before. Um, and like I said, I'm in a good place. And yeah, the, the thing I'm focusing, another thing I'm focusing on this life is like, on this life and this year is you know being honest with myself being so honest of like I'm not going to explain myself more than I have to that whole saying of like no is a complete answer I believe that um but I believe in also being like no because this doesn't work for me this doesn't bring me joy or like I feel like this friendship isn't going anywhere anymore like not I'm not over over explaining myself I guess is what I mean and just being honest and clear and you know the quote that like hurt me with the truth never comfort me with a lie is truly how I feel about things I don't like lying I don't want to lie I sometimes find it impossible for me to lie um and so yeah you know that's why I canceled the date um the second date that's why I told a person I used to be friends with who had asked me to dinner um I was honest I was like we had this weird falling out almost 11 months ago and they were really busy. I moved back. They had a lot going on in their life, which I can understand and empathize. But for me, it just felt like I was not a, a friendship wasn't a priority. It wasn't a thing they were actually trying to fix. Um, and we have enough mutual friends that we see each other pretty often. Um, so I saw them over the holidays, like, I'm not going to fake it. We're not in a good place. I will be cordial but I had also gotten used to like not having them in my life. And so they recently asked me to dinner. Um, and I said, Hey, we can go to dinner. I just want to set the tone of like, I do not feel comfortable. I do not trust you. And I do not think we'll ever get back to where we used to be. Um, but I appreciate them reaching out and I just wanted to be honest. They didn't think we would like have this dinner and everything will be fixed. And I'm not, I'm not there yet. I don't feel I didn't feel like I was a person of importance to them, especially when they made time for other people because they posted about it. Like it was, it's, it was a lot. And so, yeah, I told them that. And you know what, one thing I've learned this year is like someone's response is not my responsibility. My responsibility is just to be honest and upfront with people. And you know, there was, I said, I think we should table it. They said what they said. And here we are. And, you know, I just, I am really big again, I'm not forcing things and I'm not trying to make time for people who don't make time for me. And yes, they asked me to dinner, but I would have gone and A, been, in, been anxious or B, felt like this was performative or C, felt like, you know, it just, it just, we've, we've, I don't even know you anymore. It's been almost a year. And so, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, it's not just them. Like there's other people who I make a constant effort with and I'm really like effort, <laughs> effort matches effort this year. And so there were a couple people I texted yesterday who didn't respond or responded in a way that I didn't feel like they were like trying to continue a conversation. And that's fine. That's fine. I, no one owes you your time. And I understand that. And I respect that. 
Um, but I also know that I am a person who makes time and wants to grow friendships and be supportive. And I'm like, if you, if that doesn't match for you anymore, if we've outgrown each other and I see you once every couple of years and we talk once a quarter, that's also fine. Like I'm really big on like letting things go and letting the chips fall where they may this year. So, so yeah, I just, I just want us all to want more for ourselves and make time for people who make time for us and love ourselves deeply first and and really invest in the relationship we have with ourselves before we have relationships with other people and I know that took it took me a long time to get there a lot of therapy a lot of journaling a lot of self-reflection a lot of crying a lot of it was it's been it's been a journey and it does not happen overnight and it continues daily um but I would not trade this piece. I have the small quality friends I have for anything. And, you know, my birthday is coming up next month. And for a long time, I did a three-day birthday celebration during South by Southwest that I would call Brie by Brie Fest. It was three days. We would go to my favorite bar on the east side on Friday night, Saturday night, we would go to a brewery or a winery. And on Sunday, you know, I'd do brunch with like 10 friends and then go out for karaoke in the evening. Um, in the last couple of years, I've like dwindled it down and dwindled it down. And this year, I'm just going to do, I get back and I'm going on a quick trip to Connecticut for a friend's wedding. And I come back on the 10th with one of my best friends from college. And she's staying with me that week for spring break. Um, and I'm going to do my birthday that night on March 10th on a Sunday, like 3 p.m. And that's the only thing I'm going to do. Um, maybe I'll go to dinner with some friends during the week. But it's like I just want to spend time doing what, doing things that bring me joy um, and, you know, really investing and appreciating the quality connections that I have with quality friends. And so, yeah, so here's to finding our joy here's to remembering the track doesn't exist here's to finding peace here's to setting boundaries here to love here's to loving ourselves and you know here's to finding the people who make time and make us feel loved one thing I want to do on these episodes run by myself on breeze tea um is answer questions or give advice and so that's a thing you want it would happen during this section after my updates um so I would probably answer like one to three questions it could be about any and everything um so yeah I would I would love to do that I am very proud that a lot of people (laughs) ask me for advice and so that's something you want just send me an email as you know at the end of every episode I end with a question um and like I said I'm going to change it for the mini episode for the solo episodes And I'm going to make that question, what is the best advice I have gotten this week? Or what's a piece of advice I would have given? Or what's a piece of advice I would give to someone who was struggling? And I'm going to choose the latter because it just popped into my head. I know I just talked about like self-love and loving yourself. Um, There's an episode with my childhood best friend, John that I can't even think about what number it is. It's one of the first 20 episodes. Um, And we had a conversation and 
there's a part in that episode where we this was like three years ago almost four years ago maybe and during that episode we talked about how we loved each other when we didn't know how to love ourselves and I would say that I would say if you were having a hard time loving yourself let your people love you let them tell you why they love you um remember that you're never alone in your struggle people love you so much the world is a better place because you are here and I just hope you know that and I hold you very tender and I'm happy you're in this space and sharing this space with me so that's the advice I would give that's it for this week's episode of the tea with brie be sure to follow the podcast on instagram at the tea with brie send me an email at the tea with brie at gmail.com or visit the website the tea with brie podcast.com you can find me your host brianna jenkins on instagram at brianna jenkins don't forget to rate review and follow on apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts a special thanks to mama duke for our theme music and i will catch you next time bye